Be sure to check out Murky Chronicles, drops every Friday, hosted by yours truly, Theifala, the Butcher Dobashi, and Kenny Roberts. With guests, stories, news on unexplained and bizarre happenings, you can listen on your favorite podcast platforms or just go to lyricalspit.com for the latest shows and links. Ahlan beautifuls, please stay that way. Today I decided to do a blast from the past, back when I called my show Debashi's Radio Takedown and before I built my studio. Today's blast from the past is from June 2nd, 2015, Debashi's Radio Takedown episode 42, former WBC Women's Boxing Champion, Christy Martin. Now, before I play it, and before I go Bruce Banner and lose it, here is your Daily Spit. A flower does not think of competing to the flower next to it. It just blooms. Enjoy this lyrical spit blast from the past. Tuesday, June 2nd, 2015, episode 42 of Dabashi's Radio Takedown. Dabashi's Radio Takedown is brought to you by the fans. If it wasn't for you fans, none of this would exist. And the UIWA, United Independent Wrestling Affiliates. Live from my studios in Tacoma, Washington, I'm not only a proud member of the World Powers and a three-time UIWA North American Heavyweight Champion, also in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Magazine's Top 500, I'm the beast from the Middle East, the Yemeni maniac, the modern-day Sheikh, Zaifullah, the Butcher, Dabashi, and your host of... Dabashi's Talk Show! No, Dabashi's... Dabashi's... Radio! Radio! Takedown! Takedown! I love bidding my opponents for my own and your entertainment, but now I'm entertaining you right here with special guests and talks on all combative sports and entertainment. After all, you do watch sports to get entertained, don't you? This is a soapbox for the people to speak on anything. If you need to settle a problem, you can do it right here. Censored free. Let's ring the bell to start the show. I'm your host, Faithful Debashi. I am honored today having on a having as a guest once again the WBO former Women's Junior Welterweight Boxing Champion, Christy Martin. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. But that's BC, WBC. I have to uh, give them a shout out and uh, oh, make sure I'm that's sorry. clarified. It's the green I'm belt. Sorry. WBC. I meant to, I don't know why I said WBO. I think I have NWO, that wrestling thing stuck in my head. It's the WBC. I am WBC Woman Junior Welterweight Boxing Champion, Christy Martin. We started over again. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Just hanging in there. You know, I'm, I, um, I'm substitute school teaching some, so uh, it's a challenge. You know, we're actually doing finals now, and, and keeping these kids in the right place and on task is a, is a challenge. That's awesome. Well, I understand you've been a, a, a very busy woman. Uh, how things going since the last time you were on this podcast? 
you know, everything is moving forward. And um, finally, I think I might have mentioned it last time, but, um, you know, I've, I've thrown my hat into the ring of boxing promoters. Um, just last week, I sent off my paperwork to get a promoter's license here in North Carolina. And hopefully that will all come together soon. I'm talking to a venue here in Charlotte, and uh, hopefully September 15th is the date we have uh, circled. That's a Tuesday night, so kind of bring them back to Tuesday night fights and um, see where it goes. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I understand it's called Pink Promotions, correct? Absolutely. Pink Promotions. You know, I I sat down and I tried to think of – what should it be? What should it be? And, you know, I didn't really want to just do Christy Martin uh, because I, I go by my uh, maiden name, Christy Salters now. And so I'm like, you know what, let's just do pink promotions. And um, maybe not at first, but as time goes along, people will catch on to that. And, and the people that remember my career will understand why it's pink promotions. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, so I understand that you're going to – induct someone very special in this Hall of Fame coming up. Absolutely. Uh, for the uh, International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame coming up July 11th down in South Florida, um, Deirdre Gogarty is going to be inducted, and um, I'm going to have the privilege to, to announce her and introduce her, and um, you know, I'm working on my speech and all, the, all of the facts about her career, and um, you know, she's a surprising character. Um, she seemed like um, she was she was kind of um, you know this petite little uh, you know not, I don't want to say perfect but not not so rough around the edges but um, I read the book on her life and um, she was she was a tough character actually so it, it's gonna be interesting and fun to to hang out with her for a little bit and um, to, to be there it'll definitely be special to to be the one that gets to induct her. Now, which Hall of Fame is this? It's the Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. It's actually just the second year. Um, we had the inductions last year, which you know was fortunate enough to get to go in. And um, I see Lucia Riker, my nemesis, was there, it being inducted, as well as um, some of the some of the ladies that really helped women's boxing move to the forefront. Um, Barbara Buttrick, you know, who was way way before me, she's probably like eighty something now. So it just shows that women have been boxing for a very long time. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I understand. I see that uh, on uh, national TV, the Premier Boxing League has been, uh, you know, on nationwide TV. Have you been keeping up with that and and, and all the boxing scene that's going on? You know, I have. And I I know that there's some lawsuits out there against Al Heyman. But um, as a fan, I'm just glad that he's doing what he's doing. I mean, he's putting boxing back on free TV, um, it's on Spike, it's on True TV, it's on NBC. You know, it's every every channel you you turn on, you can um, get boxing during the weekend. So um, I'm excited. I think it'll be, it's a great thing for boxing, and hopefully he can be strong and, and continue. I mean, he's putting together a good fight. He's not just giving us, um, you know, crap. You know, it's not an A against a C or D. It's, it's two A's in there. You know, and I I noticed that you know I like the whole the setup they got out. You know, it looks more up to date, and and it's actually it looks like he's trying to um, get the fans to know who the boxers are because you know no one knows who's you know the world heavyweight champion and 
And, you know, back in the day with, like, the superstars like Muhammad Ali or whatnot, everyone knew and they got to invest in the characters and, and, and you know, feel what they're going through. And I think that's, that's lost now. And I, I think what they're doing now, you know, hopefully people will start, you know, seeing the boxes and knowing who the boxes are and, and uh, um, you know, be mentally vested in it. I think that would help a lot. Absolutely. Um, You know, that's what I I like so much about HBO and then Showtime does it now, too. You know, they they start telling us a little story about these fighters. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, we may know their name, but we don't know their background. And then when you learn somebody's background, sometimes sometimes you you don't want to fight and you really don't have a favorite. Um, But then you hear the story and you say, wow, you know, I really like to see this kid get a break. And so you start to pull for him. Um, but you know, I think that's that's something that's been lacking in in um, professional boxing. Period. No matter whom or where it may be, it's um, we just haven't been learning the background of the fighters. Yeah, definitely. Now I'm sure you you, you watched. Uh, what was your thoughts on the Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather fight? <laughs> you know, it's so funny because um, Monday morning I go to school and you know so so many of the teachers and the kids they're all complaining, oh, you know, it wasn't even a fight, Floyd ran, da-da-da. I'm like, what did you expect, Hagler Hearns? Why why <laughs> did you for any moment think Floyd was going to turn into Marvin Hagler? I mean, this is right. the way Floyd fights, and he's great at it. So why is he going to change? Right. You know, I, right. I think we saw, um, you know, Floyd painted another perfect masterpiece. And he um, really showed Pacquiao's, um, all of his weaknesses. You know, he, he, maybe he was hurt going in, and, and I guess he was. But, um, you know, still Floyd made it look easy. I, I think he maybe gave up three rounds, and those were even questionable. Um, Pacquiao never pressured him or, or got him in trouble. You know, he landed maybe one solid left hand. and mm-hmm. You know, I, I was, of course, like everybody else, disappointed, hoping hoping that Pacquiao would some way make Floyd fight, but right. it's not going to happen. I mean, Floyd's too good. No, no, no. Speaking of Premier, you said something about lawsuits going on. Are you able to talk anything about that? What's going on? Or um... you know, I, I don't, I don't know the details. I just have heard rumors that, and you know, I read some of the boxing websites and stuff, and I see that um, there have been some lawsuits filed against Alhama, but I don't know any of the facts. So they could be dropped by now. I don't. Um, I don't know. As I said, I think what he's doing for boxing as a whole is um, is great for us fans. Um, business-wise, you know, I'm not in that league, nor will I be. So, right. I hope he. I hope he keeps doing what he's doing, and and um, you know, great for him. You know, he thought of it before yeah. everyone, everyone or anyone else did. No, I was, you know, surfing the web this morning, and I caught a glimpse, and I don't know what I read, but it was something about Amir, Amir Khan was talking about, or someone was saying that he wanted a piece of Mayweather. Yeah, you know, it's really funny because um, before Khan blast fight, you know, so many people against Algeria, he was talking about um, fighting Floyd, and, you know, maybe he was, Maybe Amir Khan was already thinking about Floyd instead of the task he had at hand. Um, 
But if that same Amir Khan shows up to fight Floyd Mayweather, I think I think Mayweather knocks him out. Yeah. Um, you know he he just wasn't sharp. Um, and Floyd is way too fast. He's way too fast. He's way too smooth. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think it'll be it won't be much of a contest. Yeah, he like you say, that Floyd said he has one more fight in him. Do you think it's gonna be a rematch with Pacquiao, or who do, who do you predict is the next opponent gonna be for his final match? Yeah, I don't I don't really think it'll be a rematch, um, especially if he wants to get in the ring this year, um, as he says. But at the same time, I do not in any way think that Floyd will retire with forty nine and O record. Um, you know that fifty wins is is, is so good. I tried and tried to get it, uh, even though I didn't have the O to go with it, but I still tried to get the 50 wins. Um, so I think that we'll see Floyd come back and, and fight a big fight for that 50th win. Um, his next opponent, I, I, I think Amir Khan has a good chance to, to be that opponent, and really with his poor showing, that probably increased his chances of being that, that final opponent. No, do you do you think the Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather fight was five years too late? Um, not really. I think. No. Uh, I think, you know, they they waited it out. They got the most money, the most bang for the buck. Uh, for them. <laughs> um, no, I think five years ago it would have been the same fight. You know, May, Mayweather may may have had to box and be a little sharper, a little more on his toes. So a few more punches, but I think he still would just put on a clinic. Awesome, yeah. Now, now let's talk about your pink promotions. You got you got your uh, event com- your first event coming up, and do you have any uh, matches signed for the your first event? Nothing, nothing yet. Um, we're gonna work with a lot of local local guys here in Charlotte, and I'm going to um, actually the rest of this week I'll be visiting different gyms here in Charlotte to kind of take a look at the talent that's here. Um, but at the same time, I have a lot of kids in my gym down in Florida, mm-hmm. and I hope to bring some of those kids up. Uh, Amos Cowart's down there. Um, there's, uh, the gym's really full of kids. So um, hopefully be able to bring up a couple of those, let them, let them go against some of these Charlotte kids, and we'll see, we'll see who's the, the best. Yeah, I got I got a few emails coming in. Would you mind answering a couple emails? All right, no problem. Okay. Let's see. We got here Dominique from Jacksonville, Mississippi. Uh, he emailed. I see boxing is making a huge comeback on network TV. It is refreshing to see. I really do miss it. That being said, Ronda Rousey is pretty much the face of the UFC. Do you think there will be a prominent woman boxer to reach her stardom? Also, there were words going back and forth between Rousey and Layla Ali. If the money is right, would you go into the octagon to face Rousey in an MMA fight? Or maybe <laughs> or maybe have one MMA fight and then a boxing match between the two of you? Um, I'm not interested in any MMA fight. Uh, but, you know, I had a stroke, so my career is over. Um, if I were young... Of course, I would probably be challenging Ronda Rousey and say to come into the boxing ring. Right. Uh, I don't want to go into her into her domain. I think she she rules that. And even if Layla were to fight her, there's too too much size discrepancy 
but let's say they did do it. Um, mm-hmm. In the octagon, Ronda Rousey, you know, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I don't know in the boxing ring. You know, probably Layla, she's just so big. I mean, when I fought her, she was just so big. I, I hit her with good shots, um, but she was she was just big. I couldn't really reach her. Um, she, she's a big woman, and I don't think that uh, – I actually don't think that she could come down and wait now because she's been retired for a long time, I think, had two mm-hmm. children. You know, I, I'm not sure right. she's interested in doing any more boxing or – MMA stuff, so I think it was just talk, but it was good hype. It helped Ronda Rousey out. Yeah, no, no. One of the other questions on here: Do you think there's going to be uh, um, any prominent woman bosses to reach your stardom, or do you see any up and comers that that caught your eye? Unfortunately, um, I haven't. I haven't seen any uh, female fighters that really. I think, wow, you know, that's the person that's going to to rejuvenate the excitement. Um, and right now, there's just no major promoter that's, that's even given a woman fighter the opportunity to catch the public's attention. So until, until you know, someone like Al Heyman gives a female fighter the opportunity to be seen on TV, you know, people, you know, women's boxing just really fall into the wayside. Yeah. Do you, do you think uh, not uh, as many women getting into it, or do you think, there's a lot more, not only in women, do you think there's a lot more youth trying to go into MMA, or do you see just as much as them in boxing, or do you see more people coming into boxing? What's your opinion on that? <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure, um, because I'm not in the gyms where the MMA fighters are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really hard for me to, to put a true assessment on it. I I think like a couple of years ago, definitely there was a surge in MMA fighters. But now, you know, we've seen boxing on TV. The, the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight got everybody talking about boxing again. Uh-huh. So hopefully that brought some people back to the boxing gym. Um, yeah. You know, not not really being in the gym and hands-on, it's, it's hard for me to truly say. You know, and, um, <laughs> you know, not knocking MMA or anything, but uh... – um, not only you know I, I professional wrestler, I got into you know jujitsu and stuff. But I when when I watched Premier Boxing, you know, um, and I saw it on uh, King Five or uh, King NBC, you know, I, I got excited because it was so refreshing. And I actually when I when I saw boxing, you know, on TV, and I think I caught it on one other uh, some other promotion on some other. Um, uh, sports channel. I mean, I got excited and and I realized how much science and 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 strategy there is in boxing. It's almost like fighting like you're a chess player. Um, uh, and 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 like I said, it was great. I, I didn't realize how much I missed it. And I really hope you know it makes a comeback, and it looks like it is. Um, that being said, do you think? Uh, well, let's go to this next question right here. Uh, Tammy Lincoln from Chicago, Illinois. It says, being a female in box in the boxing industry, how hard how how hard was it for you? How oh, sorry, I can't even read. How hard was it for you in boxing for you? Did the woman get paid as much as the men? And what was the hardest obstacle if you had any to overcome? 
Well, the, the hardest obstacle is definitely just to convince promoters to put me on. Um, mm. You know, once they put me on, then they they would use me again. But mm-hmm. it was to get that first opportunity that was that was difficult. So obviously, getting to sign with Don King was um, a blessing. And it, you know, he took a risk. He took a chance. He didn't know what was going to happen. Um, fortunately for him and me, um, it, it worked. <laughs> you know, it, it could have blown up in in his face for sure, but um, it, it worked. So, um, as far as the pay, women fighters definitely don't make what the men fighters do, but it all comes down to who puts butts in the seats. And yep. if if that's a woman fighter, then she deserves the pay. If that's a you know, I fought on the undercard of Mike Tyson. I definitely didn't deserve the money. Everybody was there to see Mike Tyson. I was just um, an, an hors d'oeuvre, you know, a warm-up. Mm-hmm. I just got everybody warmed up, ready to see Mike. So, right. um, you know, <clears throat> so many people want to argue that point, that women are not making what men are, gonna, are making. It's never going to happen. I mean, guys that are fighting in the strawweight division – don't make what guys that are fighting at the welterweight or super uh, welterweight division mm-hmm. make. You just have to be that guy that that really excites the fans. You know, it's kind of like back in the day, Michael Carbajal, you know, he was the first million-dollar fighter in that weight class. Wow. So, you know, it just takes it takes a lot of time. It takes a special, it takes a special fighter to really yeah. be able to generate that money. Now, do you think the heavyweight division is going to get back how it was before, or do you think it's going to be the lighter <laughs> weight? Of, if we can get rid of the Klitschko's, the heavyweight yeah, division yeah. will come back. But, you know, as long as um, Vladimir's there, you know, I don't I don't know. He's so big. I don't know if anyone can beat him. No, uh, no, his brother's in the politics now, isn't he? Like a president or something in Russia? Yeah, his, his brother's doing something in politics, and... You know, thank goodness. You know, they're they're probably great guys. I don't know them. I've never met them, but um, you know, they're boring. They're they're you know not arrogant. So we need a an exciting American champion, and hopefully yeah. Deontay Wilder is that person, and uh, he can rejuvenate and get everybody excited about you know heavyweight boxing again. And that's really the that's really the engine that drives the train. You know, Floyd, Floyd's going to be Floyd for a little while, but that heavyweight division is the standard. It's, yeah, you know, it's always been the one that really made the train go. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, here we have another one. Uh, Susan Winters from Seattle, Washington. Chrissy Martin, if you were in a, if you had a time machine, who would you like to fight and whose brain would you like to pick? <laughs> um. Well, definitely, if if I could go back in time, I would like for the love for the fight with Lucia Riker to to have happened. Um, uh-huh. I would like to have I I would have liked to have the opportunity to fight Layla again with a different trainer, with a different whole different situation, getting ready for the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, whose brain I would like to pick? You know, I was so fortunate because you know I used to always be invited to the Boxing Hall of Fame, and um, I was able to sit with Carmen Basilio, Dean Fulmer, Archie Moore, Willie Pep. Wow. I got to sit with these guys um, 
Jake LaMotta, Marvin Hagler. You know, wow. and listen to their stories. And, and I mean, I never said a word, really, I, because just to listen to them talk and listen to them talk about their fights and, and how they train and <clears throat> Alexis Aguayo. You know, these guys, Aaron Pryor, big fan, big fan of Aaron Pryor. Um, it's just so exciting. It's so exciting to be around those guys. Wow. Uh, but then to get to actually sit across the table and and listen to them talk about their fights and it was it was very special. Now, when when you talked to Marvin Hagler, uh, was he was he ever bitter about uh, you know boxing, especially after his Sugar Ray bout when he quit? You know, I um I never heard anyone actually pose that question directly to him. Uh-huh. My my encounter the first year I was at the Hall of Fame with Marvin Hagler was every time I saw him walking in my direction, I walked the other way because I was so scared. I didn't know what to say to him. And I was so intimidated. And I was like, Oh my god, oh my god, he goes by Hagler, boom, I had to go you know, go the opposite direction. So what happened finally, they had lined up all the guests and so here's all these great champions and then me. And I'm like, Oh my god, oh my god, here comes Hagler. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't uh-huh. move because they've already given me my spot. I have to stay here. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Here he comes. And he's like, Champ, I really like your left hook. And I'm like, oh, my God, Mr. Hagler, I can't believe you even know that I throw a left hook. And, um, you know, so that was my introduction to Marvin Hagler. And since then, you know, he's always been very nice to me, very kind, very cordial. And any questions that I ever had, he would answer, but... I never asked him specifically about what right. he thought of boxing. Right, right. Wow. You know? awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Now, now, what, in your opinion, what do you think was the greatest boxing fight ever in history? Wow. Besides um, your fight. <laughs> no, definitely not mine. But, you know, you have to say, like, Hagler Hearns, um, Jake Lamada, all those wars he he was in, um, mm-hmm. Carmen Basilio, watching those guys, they're just they were just different than than the, the fighters today. Um, Sugar Ray Leonard, you know these guys, they stood and fought. Today, yeah, it's just different. I mean, uh, back then guys, you know, eyes be swollen closed and blood coming down, and the referees just telling them to fight. Now you get a little cut and referee stop of the fight, you know, calling in the doctor. It's like, which is good. I mean, it's good. Fighters yeah. protection. But, um, you know, as a fan, I guess we, we want to see, we want to see someone's blood and guts. You know, we want to see your courage tested a little bit. Yeah. So as far as the greatest fight, I don't know. I'm just a fan. So I, I watch, I watch every fight. I went for just a, a couple of years that that I didn't really watch boxing, uh-huh. um, but I'm back to you know thanks to Al Heyman, watching fights all the time, every weekend, you know Friday, Saturday, whenever they're on, I'm watching the fights. That's awesome. Wow. Well, okay. Here's another one. Brian Wills from Ontario, Canada. Christy Martin, have you ever considered being in film? I would love to see you in the new slice, the new upcoming slice alone 
expandables? <laughs> um, no, I I have it. Um, I have signed a, a movie deal with uh, Catherine Puget mm-hmm. you know, as the writer, and um, we signed with Anonymous Productions. That's the the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully the movie gets sold soon, and and that part will move on. But I don't expect to see me on the on the big screen anytime. I'm pretty shy, so. I don't think that's um, my next calling. No, no. So no, we don't. We, so the fans won't have the privilege to see you at the next Expendables, alongside <laughs> Ronda Rousey, and uh, there's rumors that Hulk Hogan might be the new villain in there. And um, shoot, I'm disappointed now. I'm getting my hopes high. Fly, yeah, no. fly, yeah. I'm listening. Right, right. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's my thing. So, yeah. we'll see. Okay, Tony Good from Brooklyn, New York. He he emails us. Uh, what are your thoughts of Don King, and do you see him ever trying to uh, promote boxing again? Um, no, I think I think the case finished with boxing, um, uh-huh. or boxing finished with him. My thoughts on on Don King was is that um. He's the greatest at what he did. Um, he made every every fight he had was an event. I mean, it was an event. Like he, it wasn't just a normal. Oh, let's go to the fight. No, no, it's a Don King promotion. It's an event. You had right. celebrities. You know, celebrities lining the first couple rows. Um, he just made everything bigger than life. And love him or hate him, he's the best at what he did. Obviously, obviously. Now, now, if I remember right, I was pretty young, but I know he was in prison. Was he promoting actually when he was still in prison? He hadn't started promoting yet. Oh, he um, hasn't. Oh, okay. No, no. He he did some time. I think a couple different times. Uh, okay. Or no, actually several different times. But um, some serious time, uh, yeah, times. Yeah, I thought I. Re- I thought I remembered, and like I said, I was young, but I thought I remembered him. He got to, which I could be totally wrong, that he got to come out just for the fight because he promoted it. Is that true? No. Or? no? I, okay. I don't think so. No, I think he didn't start promoting until after his his prison time, and um, uh-huh. that was all behind him by the time he actually gotcha. started. Gotcha. Now, well, what, what do you like to do on your downtime when you're not – Teaching or training or you know what? Well, what's your hobbies? What 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 do you like to do? What relaxes you? What calms the beat down? <laughs> you know what? I'm still trying to find what relaxes me. Um, I I think I don't know how to relax. I uh-huh. I see a counselor. You know, after going through everything with the domestic violence and all that, mm-hmm. I still see a counselor, and um, that's part of it. You know, she's like, you know, I don't relax, and I don't know how to relax. So we're working on it. Um, but in my, you know, my 20-year boxing career, all I did was boxing. I just, I loved it. I was so fortunate to do a job that I loved. And um, I just, I, I trained. I went to the gym and watched other people train mm-hmm. and helped train them. Um, I watched boxing on TV. I, you know, boxing was my life. And so now... I'm still looking for, you know, I went around for a while trying to find a replacement, but um, 
I think I kept coming back to boxing. I kept coming back. And and by being a promoter, this is going to be my way to stay intact and in touch with the boxing world. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes total sense. So, like, any up-and-comers out there, women or or, 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 or male and female, is there anything, well, what's your best advice to give them if they wanted to get in the uh, sport of boxing? Yeah, just um, my best advice is to go to my website <laughs> and email me. Go. Let me know you're out there ready. And mm-hmm. um, if we can't put you on the September 15th show. And um, But, no, seriously, it's just the – not get in a hurry. Try to surround yourself with good people. And you know what? You have to pay your dues in order to really to get something out of whatever you choose to do in life. You have to pay your dues. And um, so many people think the first time they see a fighter, oh, that's their first fight. Come on. They, they probably have 20 pro fights and who knows how many amateur fights and mm-hmm. who, knows, who knows how many rounds they've worked in the gym. And that's what people forget. They just think we show up and and fight that night. You know, they don't think about all the all the miles we run and all the rounds we spar and you know how hard it is no. to get there and how no. much courage it takes to walk up those steps. Yeah, no, you know, I you know I've heard a lot of magic, magicians uh, um, kind of frown on like American Idol, saying like you said, it's not paying your dues. It's like things handed, you know, to the person, you know. Of course, they worked hard to get where they're at, but it's different when you have to, you know, go to the, the bars and, and, you know, perform in front of, you know, one or two people, just like, you know, in pro wrestling, just like in boxing. I'm sure when you first start, you're in some kind of, you know, um, armory or something in front of 100 people. Now, that being said is, uh, do you remember the contender, I think? Yeah. Uh, now, how did you feel about that for the boxers coming up? Did you, did you feel that um, that was that great, you know, for them, or did you feel the same way like the magicians that would think about them, you know, doing their musical acts on American Idol? You know what the thing is, um, even with like those kids that fought on the Contender, and then they were say they won a Contender, and then they were thrown in with a top ten real Contender. Mm-hmm. But the the um, the truth came out in the wash. You know, either they could fight and they were legitimate contenders or they got beat that first step out. So in some ways it, it kind of played out okay anyway because if they were good enough to really stay in that top ten, then good for them. I mean, they maybe got to take a little shortcut. But even those guys, you know, the, the amount of training they did oh, yeah. to get there and, you know, they, they, they still – they still had put a lot of hard work in. They were lucky no. and um, got a little shortcut. Yeah, you know, okay, this is the first boxer I ever asked this question to. Um, you know, I you know, I watch, you know, on T V and stuff, you know, a lot of people growing up boxing, you know, uh the movie Rocky inspired them, you know. Even though, you know, Rocky or uh, you know, Sylvester Stone never, you know, had a pro fight. Now, how much did that movie inspire you if any? Um, I, I just I remember watching it and and just kind of being excited about sports and um, you know I was really young I think that was like in the mid seventies or something when that movie came out yeah um, but it it was it's kind of one of those those movies that whatever you may be doing 
you can relate to it. Um, mm-hmm. Not just boxing, but it's that underdog becomes a success story, and that's that's just in life. And I, I think that's the way I looked at it. At least I'm sure that's the way I looked at it as I got older. You know, when I was eight and watching it, I may have been a little excited about boxing, but I don't think I ever – I never grew up thinking, oh, I want to be a boxer. Mm-hmm. I never grew up thinking that I could be a boxer or, you know, as I said, even that I wanted to be. Because um, I had never seen any other woman box, be you know, be in a fight anywhere. So – so you I, were I didn't pretty much. So you were the Ronda Rousey in your time for the boxing. You did for boxing what Ronda Rousey did for USC. I, I think so at that time, and you know we'll see if Ronda Rousey's able to sustain, which she probably will, her career. Mm-hmm. But will she open the door wide enough that the next generation of women can walk through it as well? That's what happened right. with me. After I went away, in the United States, women's boxing really has, has fallen because, oh, has, okay. you know, we don't have someone like Don King putting a female fighter on the show every every three months. Gotcha. You know, I was fighting on pay-per-view every three months, every three or four months. So, you know, we don't have that. We don't have any other major promoters even giving a woman one chance. Well, I think I think we have uh, uh, the 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 new uh the new Don King right here, the female version. <laughs> Christy you Mark for Pink Promotions. <laughs> I'm gonna give it my best shot. Um you know, I I'm fortunate I have a great uh partner that's come on board with me and is gonna help me out, Horace Kent. Um and we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. You know, we're gonna we're gonna work this area here in Charlotte hard and hopefully we can just start to build and grow um from this, just get you know broader and broader, and and uh, who knows, we might be in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand someday. The, 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 uh, the, to my next question, do you think uh, or what's your goal? What's your five-year goal for Pink Promotions? Do you see yourself eventually get on TV and pay-per-views and you know stuff like that? You know, I uh, I really I haven't placed any long-term goals because I'm so focused right now on just getting this next this first show mm-hmm. off the ground. And um but of course, you know, long term I would love to be like Don King or Bobby Arum, you know, those guys um doing fights in Madison Square Gardens, doing doing fights in Las Vegas. Um but right now I'll just focus on being the best promoter here in the um well, really, the Central East Coast, and that would be, you know, the Carolinas, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Kentucky, um, West Virginia, go back home. Um, just really become the best and strongest promoter in this area, and then branch out from there. Awesome. Well, do you do you have any last words you want to give the fans, and any plugs? And plug, plug all your multimedia sites, plug <laughs> your first date of the show. I mean, this is your forum. Yeah, well, we're going to work for um, Pink Promotions. We'll work for September 15th, Tuesday, here in Charlotte as our first uh, professional boxing match. Um, we have the movie hopefully working, and it'll it'll be sold soon. Um, 
I work with every town, and what we do with every town is uh, really stand up against gun violence. And um, believe it or not, there are some states that want to um, not have background checks. What? And so that means anyone can own a firearm. You know, I, I'm a, I carry a gun, but mm-hmm. I also am a strong believer that the people that we want with guns should be the people that should have guns. Um, yep. not people that have been convicted of domestic violence charges, yep. not people that are felons, um, not you know, people that are men- mentally disabled. Those are the people that don't need to have guns. You know, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, you know, I had my concealed weapons permit since I was 21, and you know, people don't realize that. Um, and sometimes, you know, I think sometimes it's a propaganda you see on the news and stuff, but. If you if you think about it, the people that are committing the crimes with the guns, they don't have the concealed weapons permit. So if they exactly. to me, yeah, and if they ban guns from the the citizens that are supposed to have it, who's going to tell the criminals not to have it? <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm sorry, I had to get that off my chest because I'm I'm a firm believer, you know, gun rights, and um, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Go ahead. I'm with you. I mean, I agree with you 100%. I'm a firm believer that in gun rights and gun ownership, um, you know, I, I always, before I will speak out against, either against or for any bill, I, I have to talk talk to the person, really understand it, because my father, my brother, my uncles, my grandfather, you know, they're, they're all hunters. They're all up there in West Virginia. They have, I've, I grew up with guns, so, you know, I'm comfortable with the gun being around me. Um, just unfortunately for me, I was shot, but that mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact that I think that people should still be able to own guns that that are good, safe people to have guns. So, right. mm-hmm. you know, hey, I just want to I want to keep making my my stand with every town, and um, hopefully, you know, we can make make a difference. Uh, today was actually wear orange day to bring attention to gun violence. So, um, of course, I was I was proudly supporting that with wearing my orange, and hopefully, you know, some other people were were doing that as well. Yeah, I've got my matter of fact. I have an orange Adidas shirt on. Does that count? <laughs> that counts. Okay, good. I'm supporting you then. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, plug your website once again. And yeah, the website Facebook. is yeah, the website is christy-martin.com. But we are right now. Finally, after about three years, just starting to update it. Um, but through that website, you can email me. If anyone out there wants to email me, wants to talk to me about being on the show in September or anything else, um, Facebook, you know, I just, I'm on this song. I'm off, you know, for a while. So I'm kind of hitting this with Facebook, but it's just Christy Martin. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate the fans. And it always makes me feel good when I get a little message, you know, thanks, Champ. Thanks, Christy. We appreciated your fights. We appreciated what you did in the ring. And some of those days, it's like when I need it the most. So thank you to all the fans. Awesome. Well, you know, it was a pleasure once again to have you on the show. And like I said, you could come on any time to plug anything you want. And I'm sure I'll have you on again to give updates on your first pink promotion in September and, uh, 
and all this gun rights stuff and whatever else you want to talk about. I want to say thank you. It was a pleasure once again. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay, fans, until next time, ring the bell. Dabashi's Radio Takedown is a Say Saha Dynamite Productions. This is Leifola, the Butcher Dobashi. Please share, follow, and or subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most of your major podcast platforms. That way you'll get notifications and you will not miss a single daily spit. I am also ordained, and I can marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Send your booking request to debashibookings at gmail.com. For all the links... Go to lyricalspit.com and I'll talk with you tomorrow with my daily message, my daily spit. Help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com.